Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 8th of June. Not quite sure where this week has gone, but it has gone. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas in this podcast. All right, well, let's get straight to it. The scores and the doors have to say it's a pretty anemic kind of day today. Here we are at 11.38 the ASX 200 is zero. It is unchanged for the day. We did have a high of 71.32, a low of 71.02. We're currently 71.18. So smack on the flat line where we were closed last night. So nothing very exciting. As far as corporate news today goes, uh, there was some um, interest, I guess, from Borrell last night, which came out with their market update of the CEO, Vic Banser is saying high inflation will persist for at least a year, but they're certainly seeing some traction with the price rises they're putting through. So that is um, something to consider. Certainly the margins have been increased for Borrell, although the stock price has done very little today. On the back of that update for the market, uh, Borrell is down at 3.5%. So the market not taking that too well at the moment. As far as other announcements go today, we've got Zip in a trading halt. Uh, we recently uh, sat down with the C, well, the, one of the co-founders, I guess, Peter Gray, uh, for Zip. They're doing a $25 million capital raise at 47 cents. Goldman is on board, and they're also giving convertible note holders a bit of a haircut. Looks like they're only going to get 47 cents in the dollar. Uh, those convertible notes and that debt was weighing on Zip. Um, but $25 million will help, and certainly the haircut 100 on the notes will help as well. Not much else in the news today. So much so that Kathy Wood and her various pronouncements on the market uh, are capturing the imagination in terms of uh, some of the news that's out there. She is talking about uh, NVIDIA and uh, deflation. She believes that the Federal Reserve will be forced into a total retreat because she believes inflation is transitory. I think that one is in inverted commas. Uh, She was also asked about the performance of her flagship ARK Innovation Fund. She's now down 66% over the last two years, but year-to-date is up around 36%. So don't say there's no volatility there for um, Kathy Wood. In terms of NVIDIA, this Morgan Stanley event she was attending, she says there's better bets in the IA space than NVIDIA. Of course, she did cop a lot of uh, grief over the fact that her fund sold out of NVIDIA before its massive run. She's also talking about the Apple headset price, uh, really a non-starter for most people, $3,500, very much out of the range of most people. So that is uh, some of the, the news out this morning, although not particularly exciting. We have seen Pizza Hut in Australia being sold to the franchise giant Flynn Group, which could have some implications, of course, for Domino's, which is falling today, as Domino's tend to do, down 3.7% potentially on the back of that news. Tech stocks are the place not to be at the moment today. We did see the FANG and the uh, the US tech sector under some pressure yesterday. 
a little bit of rotation going on between tech stocks, those big six, seven stocks that have been driving the market higher, coming well and truly off the boil around 3% losses for those. And we are seeing that feed through into our market today in our tech sector, although nothing like the US tech sector, down 1.5%. Interestingly, the money that seems to be coming out of techs in the US going to Russell 2000. So we are seeing a little bit of broadening of the rally in the US. That Russell 2000 was up 1.8% overnight, highest price since March. As far as those international markets go, we did see a bit of a mixed session on the US last night. Tech sectors, as I say, were in the spotlight for the sellers. And that certainly has fed through into ours. We've got the likes of WiseTech down 1.3%, zero, which is now the biggest stock in the all-tech index, over 13% weighting, down 4.3% today. So they're not taking things too well. We're also uh, in the newsletter today, Marcus is... Um, a little bit indisposed again today due to his sciatica. Uh, we have got a stock take on Polynovo, which had a cracking day yesterday on the back of some really strong US results, uh, which is um, good news for them, uh, but they haven't really kicked on any time today anyway, but a little bit of consolidation taking place. They're down 2.4%, but Avita, which is in a similar space, uh, is having a really good run today as uh, maybe there's some people taking some profits in Polynovo and extrapolating that to a Vita, and they're up nearly 13% today. So a good day all round for them, not such a good day for Polynovo. Also in stock take today, just Marcus has had a little look at mineral resources, the iron ore, of course, and the lithium play, down 0.8% of a percent today. A little bit of weakness in uh, some of the resource stocks, not over all of them, but certainly in some of them, uh, BHP, Fortescue and Rio in the iron ore space a little better at the moment. Uh, we are seeing uh, Rio especially doing well today, 1.8% higher, but not really infecting mineral resources at the moment. It is a quality company. Most brokers love it. Most brokers have target prices in excess of 90 bucks. It's trading at 68, 66. It has come down an awful long way, as has the whole sector in that iron ore space. And there are some that have been downgrading the iron ore forecast recently. But uh, mineral resources topped out at nearly 100 bucks, 97.50 close, and now $68.70. So it has been a long, slippery slide down. At some stage, there will be a time to buy mineral resources. Maybe that stage is coming up, uh, but we may need a little more patience for that one. In terms of positions for Marcus... Uh, he has sold the FANG ETF that we have been holding uh, for some time. Uh, we did see our spidey senses being alerted last week. We thought we were um, a little bit early, I guess, in the spidey senses and held off from selling. But it looks like there is some topping out in that um, sector in the techs in the US, especially those big six, seven stocks that have been driving the market higher than NVIDIA's, the Apple's, etc., and we have seen Apple come off uh, a little bit after the um, recent Vision Pro goggles were uh, unveiled to the public. I would certainly, if you haven't seen it yet, I would certainly watch the promo video from Apple in terms of what these things can do. Interestingly, though, of course, the goggles won't be available till next year. Three and a half US for the goggles. And uh, the technology, although it looks good in the video, the fact that it's coming out next year may sort of um, send a bit of a signal that maybe the technology is not quite there as yet. 
to be putting them out to the mass market. Not that three and a half grand US is the mass market, but um, certainly something to consider. So we have sold the FANG ETF today, taking the profits there. No positions in the one-stop portfolios in Macquarie or in um, BHP either, and no ideas in the ideas portfolio. As far as my stuff goes today, just a little bit of a discussion really about Japan and how it seems to have missed the whole inflationary cycle that we have seen in the West. In fact, uh, the Japanese is still stimulating their market with very, very, very low interest rates. And inflation, although around 3.2%, is significantly lower than what we are seeing in the West. And bear in mind, of course, that Japan imports most of their energy as well oil and gas, etc. So uh, they're obviously doing something that we're not doing to some extent. And we have seen some fallout continuing in this retail space. And also Westpac talking about uh, mortgage stress. Again, there's something that is coming up uh, all too soon for many people, if not already has arrived. Uh, Westpac certainly seeing a, an increase in calls to their hardship hotline. And that was only up till the end of March. So I would imagine that with the rate rises that we've seen since then, we are going to see more hardship. And of course, last night we also saw the Bank of Canada raise rates 25 basis points, four 4.75%. And the Canadian market not dissimilar to ours economically. So uh, that may be a sign that Phil Lowe has more hurt in store for us. Uh, who are mortgage holders. So that is certainly something to bear in mind. But Westpac clearly uh, seeing an increase in hardship calls. And there certainly is um, some serious stress out there at the moment. We're seeing that in the retail numbers. And we're seeing that across the board in terms of consumer confidence, etc. Those numbers still pretty much on the nose. So um, no one really talks about this and no one mentions the word. It's a bit like Voldemort. But stagflation where you have high inflation, something that the CEO of Borrell has been talking about, coupled with low growth. And of course, we saw those GDP numbers come out yesterday, which showed that growth is slowing. Uh, Phil Lowe had a, um, a great remedy for low productivity. That was to raise rates. Thanks, Phil. We really enjoyed that let them eat cake moment. In other news, in my article today in Henry's Take, of course, we did have Estia Health yesterday. Uh, Bain Capital increasing that bid there from $3 to $3.20. Uh, Estia Board far more inclined to engage now with Bain Capital. Uh, that was one of the Harry Kane stocks that we talked about uh, in terms of uh, under siege and under a takeover from outside. $2.93 this morning, up another 1.4%. So only around 10% in that at the moment. Clearly, some people consider that the Bain offer uh, will not go through, but at the moment, it certainly looks promising. Similarly, there were some reports in the media today talking Harry Kane uh, that Origin Energy as well, that they will get the nod from the ACCC. It will take some time, but the ACCC is looking a little bit more favourable to the um, Brookfield EIG bid for Origin, which at the moment I think equates, depending on what exchange rate you're using, to just over nine bucks. The stock trading at $8.40 there. In other news as well, uh, we have got um, a new On The Couch podcast that I released this morning. Sat down with um, Dr. Francis Vadim 
from Vulcan Energy for a really good half-hour chat with him. A bit of an update on where they are with that geothermal lithium project in the Rhine Valley. Very interesting in terms of what's been happening there. Of course, the share price has been uh, somewhat of a canine, but maybe that will change going forward. Certainly, it is a, a, a reason for concern for Francis, but uh, he's just getting on with the job at the moment. Uh, also, this morning, for those people that follow the likes of Archer Materials, they had a promising announcement this morning. They have advanced the room temperature capabilities of its qubit material, achieving unprecedented quantum coherence times. I think that's talking about the stability of the qubit chip at room temperature, which is the key because quantum computing up till now or up till recently has been really confined to the laboratory, especially as it does require serious uh, cooling and uh, very extreme temperatures in the negative uh, to ensure stability. Anyway, it looks like uh, Mohammed Shakir at Archer Materials is making some headway there. And just an interesting graphic, finally, that I put in Henry's take today. Just They call it the tail of the tape, and this came from CNBC yesterday uh, when they were making comparisons for Apple and NVIDIA. Uh, not Apple, Alphabet, rather, and NVIDIA. Uh, they have Alphabet with a market cap of $1.6 trillion. NVIDIA coming up to a trillion, uh, $967 billion at the moment. We have Alphabet on a 21.6 times PE, NVIDIA nearly 47 times, and on an EV to EBITDA ratio, Alphabet 17.8, NVIDIA 159.2, with a rate, a return on equity of 18% for NVIDIA, 23.6% for Alphabet. Year-to-date performance for Alphabet, 48% up, NVIDIA. 165% up. So there we go. Uh, that's about it from me. Marcus, I'm sure, will be back again tomorrow. So looking forward to having him back. Hopefully he'll be out of pain and uh, his sciatica will be um, at least sorted. Hopefully we shall see uh, the wonders of medical science. But that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And of course, we'll be back again this afternoon with the end of day report. Don't forget to give the On The Couch a listen as well if you get a chance. Interesting chat with Francis Vadim about Vulcan Energy and what's happening uh, in the lithium market, what's happening with lithium, brine and geothermal in Germany as well. 